Great greetings, Goddess Gurus. Welcome to the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator Series, where I will be featuring on the podcast master gurus who are also teachers in my Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator Program. Now, that is an eight-week spiritual business course for coaches, healers, creative gurus to help you to start, grow, or save your mission and your business, help you to build a tribe that you love, and call in your abundance, your money, fast. If you want to stay in the loop for this program, just go and to just go and sign up with my free spiritual business success camp that is at unblockmybusiness.com, unblockmybusiness.com where new lessons are uploaded often and you will receive information if you are ready to go to the next level on how to join the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator. Now, in that magical program, my friend who is on the line, the amazing Amanda Elise, is a master teacher. She is a spiritual teacher and a digital marketer. And so for us as a spiritpreneur tribe, she is definitely family. She is passionate about healing. This is her life. And we are so honored. I'm honored that we get to have this conversation with her. So we're going to be talking about Amanda and her gifts around speaking life into existence and manifesting and her digital nomad path, which is, I know, what a lot of you aspire to. And then if you're ready to go deeper and hear more from Amanda on how to build a rapid and excited and energized soulmate tribe, then you'll join us in the Rich Goddess Spiripreneur Accelerator Series. Welcome, Goddess Amanda. Hi. 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 So nice to be speaking with you. Yeah, it's nice to be speaking with you too, my love. So I gave a kind of um, description of the magic that you're making in the world, but I thought that you could go deeper into it. Tell the people, who are you? Sure, absolutely. So like she said, I'm actually going through a transition period, which we will talk about um, just a bit later. But um, I think the essence of everything I am right now and have always been is that I'm very, very passionate about helping women to heal whatever is holding them back and maybe some things that have been traumatic that is still affecting them today. And I'm also very passionate about helping women to think bigger. So if you think you can do something at a level 10, I want you to think that you can do it at a level 100. And I really want everybody to take the first step in their dream and completely believe in their dream and believe that it's possible for them because it is. And that's everything that I'm passionate about. So everything I've done in the past, everything I'm doing now, and everything that I'm doing in the future will be surrounded by those few themes. So right now, um, I teach manifestation courses. I actually host a group, um, a manifestation group called the Speak It Into Existence group where everybody comes and they speak whatever they want into existence. And I'm talking we dream pretty big. And I also do digital marketing. And um, that's about it for now, for today. 
<laughs> yes, just for today. We know that's about it, but of course it goes much, much deeper. And so some of the things Amanda's group has spoken into existence include, this is just some, you know, a lot of folks have manifested unexpected checks. Um, people have had engagements. People have competed. Someone competed on Cutthroat Kitchen, a national cooking show competition. Um, people got job offers that were exactly what they wanted. And I know you, Amanda, to be, you know, we've known each other for a while now. And I know you to be like whenever you're like, okay, I'm ready to make a move. I'm ready to make a transition. You are able to align yourself with magical things and doors open. So what if someone's like, wait, what? And they just stumbled into the world, this world. <laughs> what is that? What is speaking it into existence? Yes. Well, speaking it into existence, first, um, before I explain what it is, um, speaking things into existence, when you do that, you really should shoot for exactly what it is that you want. And it could be pie in the sky, it could be, you know, coming from nowhere uh, or not coming from nowhere, but it could be just the largest thing that you can even dream. And I really, really, really um, help people to think about choosing that huge thing. So once they choose that huge thing that they might not even believe right now, then you speak it into existence because the law of attraction is all about creating the vibration of whatever you want bringing it into the now. So it's not about forcing anything. It's about making it welcome by your vibration. So whatever you want has a certain frequency. Wherever you want to be has a certain frequency. And you are not there yet, and you're not there, and you don't have it because you don't have that frequency yet. So what we want to do is emit those vibrations right now in order for the things that you want to be attracted into your experience. And I use the word speak and I love the word speak because your body is a conductor. You are the center of your universe and everything that is in your universe is aligned. It's not an accident. It's not happenstance. Everything in your universe, everything around you and everything that surrounds you is because it resonates with the vibration that you are currently offering to the universe. And so because your body is a conductor and because sound is one of the most powerful vibrations that there is, we use sound and speaking things into existence because this is the vibration that's going to vibrate throughout your whole body. And because your body is the conductor, then you are um, sorry, I got interrupted for a second. I had a phone call come through, but you're because your body is the conductor it is going to conduct this vibration and it's going to send it out into the world. And of course, your mental vibrations are very important. Your heart frequency is very important, but an amazing place to start is using the vibration of sound. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This conversation gets me so excited and so jazzed up. And I was just teaching a workshop on this in London. And one of the women said, you know, she was talking about 
what she wanted to call into her life. And she said, you know, well, you know, she was envisioning herself with less debt. And I had the same thing with a coaching client. She was seeing herself with less debt. And I was like, why is debt even a part of your vision? You know, like, why would that be a part of the picture that you paint for your life? But as you said, you know, I think that we're used to dreaming small or playing it small, you know, and my work like yours is about, you know, helping us to stop place, playing small, stepping into our greatness, stepping into our power. So can you speak to that a little bit, like the ways, like how it is, that, how is someone saying, you know, that sounds great, Amanda, but I don't, I don't even know what I want. Like, you know, my, my desire muscle is broken. It's been broken down by life. I'm afraid to dream. I'm afraid to want. I'm afraid to desire. Can you speak to that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. I think that if someone who's saying that, I think that deep down everybody knows what they want. And if they've been broken down by life, chances are uh, maybe people have been seeking things over their life that aren't resonating with their truth. So they might say, oh, you know, that that uh, I had one time I wanted a specific job. And I remember somebody was like, yeah, but you might have to start lower just to get in. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to go for what I want. So people love us. People love us and they just want to keep us safe. But sometimes in trying to keep us safe, they might speak things that are not what we really truly want. Um, another reason is people may have dreamed something and it may not have come true in the time that they wanted it to come true. And so they just gave up. And this is completely understandable. But um, really, I think everybody knows what they want. I think they're just a little bit scared. So I invite all of these people, and if it's you listening, to sit down and really meditate and really think if you could wave a magic wand, and don't be scared, just think about if you could wave a magic wand, what exactly would you want? What is the type of income that you would want to be making? What is the type of romantic relationships that you would want? How would your family be? Um, what is your free time look like? Um, just freedom in general and really write it out and chart the largest thing that you can dream. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, for those who don't know, Amanda and I, we hosted a class together. We had created an abundance class together in the past. And so, Amanda, I want you to share, if you will, you know, if someone's like, okay, well, all of that sounds, you know, easy for her to say. Can you share a little bit of what your personal spiritual journey, you know, was and is what brought you to this knowledge? How were you able to find this um, and be so um, be so honestly aligned with your work, aligned with your calling, you know, aligned with who you were born to be. Yeah, I my journey with law of attraction at least started um, when I was in college and it really came to me randomly. But of course, as we just talked about, nothing is random. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it yes, it came to me with um, by two friends. And it's so interesting. I'm actually with one of those friends right now in Sedona. Um, yes, we're, we're healing and it's so interesting. We're, we're speaking what we want into existence. This particular friend, um, she has stage four cancer and she refuses, like absolutely refuses to believe in it. Uh, or, you know, I mean, she believes that she has mm -hmm. it now, obviously, yeah. but she refused to believe that anything 
is going to change, you know, she's going to get healthy. So um, just a little uh, backstory on what I'm doing now. But this particular friend, she introduced the law of attraction to me. And at the time, I remember I wanted to go to Harvard Business School. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Harvard Business School. Um, and this is after I was introduced. And I was like, okay. So I made this um, vision board. I bought a um like a little tiny trinket that was like a, 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 what is it called? Like a degree. It was a little tiny trinket represented, representing uh-huh. a degree from Harvard. You know, I put Harvard all over, all over my board. And just to speak to somebody kind of not, not really believing in your dream. Um, I remember my mom was like, so what, you know, what's next for you? What are you going to do after school? And I was like, oh, I want to go to Harvard Business School. And she was like, oh, my gosh, come on now. Like, how are you going to do that? And I was like, okay, um, can never tell you about my dreams again. And I was like, all right, well, you know, you'll you'll see. And so I was just visualizing this every single night. And all of a sudden I saw a flyer that Harvard Business School was going to come to my school. I went to Spelman College. And they came, they gave a talk, and it was I was a senior at that point. They gave a talk for, like, freshmen and sophomores, and I was like, nope, I'll be there. And afterwards, I was in the room speaking with the director of admissions for 30 minutes after the class, and she gave me her card and told me to reach out to her. Um, and, you know, it ended up that my plans completely changed, but that was such a powerful example of how things That is a really powerful well. manifestation. <sighs> yeah, it was really cool. It was so cool. Um, and it was so funny. Uh, the girl that I'm with right now, she actually, um, right before she got her diagnosis, she worked at Harvard Business School. It's so interesting how everything is aligned. The girl that, um, you know, I'm with right now. Anyway, yes. so isn't that crazy? That's so, that's so interesting. I love um, that story. I love that. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's a beautiful manifestation story. Mm-hmm. So, so after that, story. That was when I was a true believer and I just began to start using the law of attraction until I realized that that was something that I was passionate about and I wanted to um, teach and help encourage people to use. I love that you shared that. And one of the things I want to highlight is, like you said, you know, sometimes well-meaning people in our lives, they want to keep us safe, but their version of keeping us safe keeps us small. And so, you know, be aware of the people who you share your dreams with. Be aware of the people that you share your magic with. One of the things that I love about Amanda is that we could not talk for like however long, but like she could like at any point be like, here's something magical, I, you know, I'm sharing or I could be like, Amanda, oh my God, I just have to tell someone this. And I know that she is a positive Force and a positive energy. And that's what you need. You need, you know, people who are going to visualize with you and see it with you. You know, when you spoke about your friend and her healing, now I'm going to be holding, you know, and all of us on this line should do this, even though we don't even know her, right? Because we're all connected. Let's just hold a vision of seeing her healed. Let's see her surrounded by healing white light and see her just healed and happy and energetic and laughing and just living her most juicy, incredible life. 
you know, that there's so much power that we have as individuals. But I believe that the the force field, the field is, you know, exponentially more powerful when we are manifesting together. That's why I think that, like, for example, your Speak It Into Existence group, like, that is, you know, brilliant and magical to bring together that energy. Um, do you find, because I know that you've done work individually and, you know, with other people as well, um, can you speak about, you know, manifesting with a group or a group energy? Sure, sure absolutely. Um, and, and can I can I bring up uh, one thing that you kind of touched on a little bit that I want to yes, kind of expand yes. on? Sure. So you talked about... Um, sharing things with positive influences and sometimes people mean well, but they kind of want to keep you safe. Um, there's also an inverse of that in that sometimes you might dream something, but because mm-hmm. you don't, it, there's, there's an energy dynamic and a certain, um, a certain, uh, like a contract that you have with people. And it might be that, Hey, we're all going to earn, this amount per year and we're kind of not going to go past that and you may have learned over time just by saying oh i got a new interview and by seeing people's reactions they might be like oh okay you know that's great you quickly learn that oh okay well in order to kind of stay friends with this person or be on this person's good side i really shouldn't go past this mark and you learn that and subconsciously you take it in and because love is so powerful, you want to stay with these people that you love. You want to stay connected with them and view yourself back because you know that if you take the next step, then the dynamic of those relationships will change or they will be dissolved completely. And so, um, yeah, you it, it can be them or it can also yes. be you. So, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just affirming you. Yes, because we're we, we as human beings, we're tribal beings. You know, we're tribal we're tribal creatures, and so we would rather, you know, on a subconscious level, often, you know, rather because of fear of either outshining the group or fear that we will be abandoned by the tribe. You know keep ourselves small and keep ourselves away from our desires and our callings rather than to align ourselves with our power and our greatness. And so, you know, that's why there's so much, it's so important who you choose to surround yourself with, you know, whether, you know, the people that you are friends or family with, or just even the people that you surround yourself with in terms of say the TV shows you watch and the media that you take in, the music that you listen to, et cetera. Yeah. It is so true, and and the amazing, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's such a good thing to say, Abiola, because you really do have to limit what is going into your brain because you might not even be paying attention to it. TV might be on in the background, but that is going into your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind is the creator. That is the creator of your experience, and we might touch on that um, a little bit later. Um but I want to say that even if you think about leaving your tribe and it might be uncomfortable, I want to say that when you change, you start attracting different people and people who are more aligned with the direction that you're going. So it might be scary or hurtful or, or you know, sad to think about leaving your tribe, but you will absolutely magnetically attract people 
who are similar to you and that love that you're going to share will be more aligned and you, you'll never be without love. You, you know, God is love. You'll never be without love. So I don't want you to fear that. Um, a really good example of that right now, I am um, living my truth and I really haven't been for a very, very, very long time. And I decided I left LA. I was living in LA and it wasn't the place for me, but I could not figure out where the place for me was. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to do a year of travel. I'm just going to go around until I find a place. I just want to explore different places. And interestingly enough, um, I was just talking to a girl I know, just uh, catching up with her. And I was like, man, you know, I kind of want to do a year of travel. She's like, oops, I did that. It was amazing. And it was like she was, we had been talking for probably about two years. And that never came up, and and it magically came mm-hmm. up yesterday, as I was in Sedona, I, because I just started this year of travel um, a week ago, literally. So I was in Sedona on Bell Rock, and um, me and Cara, my friend, we met a gentleman who he was like, yeah, and we met him on a different rock, and then we saw him on another rock, and we were like, hey, you know, let's all go climbing together. And he was like, yep, you know, I'm traveling. He's like, I'm homeless. I'm yeah, homeless in a good way. He's like, I'm just kind of traveling, going mm-hmm. where the spirit takes me. And I'm like, oh, my God, like where have all these people been hiding? And it's like all of a sudden when you begin to live <laughs> your truth, you attract more people. And I can say because I'm living my truth. I'm also attracting happier people because before I was not happy. So when you keep yourself small, you are doing yourself a complete disservice and it's it's just always better to live your truth and just move as the spirit moves you. Yay. I am so happy for you, Amanda. This is going to be so amazing. Uh, (laughs) You know, like I've told you, you're in a period of rapid evolution and you're just such a bright light on this planet, you know, and like all of us empaths, you got to protect your magic, you know, and so you, oh my God. Yeah, you're just amazing. So I think this is going to be awesome. I would love for you to go into what you, you know, started to touch on. I think that it's good for people to know more about, you know, the subconscious mind being the creator of your experience. Can you speak a bit more about that? Sure, absolutely. So the subconscious mind is one million times greater than your conscious mind. And scientists have actually found this to be true. And what this means is consciously, an amazing example of this is uh, when you're driving home. So your subconscious mind is trained. You know, your brain has specific neural pathways that you've been carving out by what you've been feeding into your brain, what types of people you've been around what types of experiences you've had. So let's say you're driving home and you're like, I have got to stop at the grocery store before I get home. And all of a sudden you're home and you're like, oh my gosh, I meant to stop at the grocery store. So (laughs) what happened is you did not completely black out because you stayed on the road, you kept yourself safe, you stopped at every single stop sign, you went, you got, you know, you stopped at every red light, you let the people, uh, the passersby walk in front of you, you were not completely blacked out, you were consciously there, consciously, but subconsciously, you were so used to driving straight home 
that your subconscious mind drove you there. So it overrode your conscious mind that said, ooh, stop at the grocery store. And you went exactly where your subconscious mind is used to going. So your subconscious mind is very, very powerful. And the subconscious mind is the driver of all of your actions. So, for instance, if you have been feeding it, uh, making a certain income level per month, you're going to continue to make this certain income level per month until you work on changing your subconscious mind. And the, the beauty is you are always, always, and this, this also speaks to vibration, you're always emitting a vibration. You're always going to be in one place. So you can either emit the vibration of what you have and, and listen to your subconscious mind now and stay stuck, or you can work on changing your subconscious mind. And the good news is it is very, very easy to do. You just have to be very di- diligent because you're probably overriding um, decades. You know, I don't know how old everybody is on this call, but you're probably overriding decades of programming. Yeah. Um, so and also I want to say that your subconscious mind is like a thermostat. So, again, if you're used to earning, let's say, $35,000 per year, your thermostat is going to be set at $35,000 per year. You might even get a bonus check and somehow your car breaks down or some other expense comes up. It's because mm-hmm. your thermostat is set at that. Also, there was this study done. And the study was that someone put out two ads in a local newspaper. They were for jobs, um, help wanted, and both of these jobs were the exact same description, exact same description. However, they had two different income levels or two different salaries written. So um, let's say and it was a while ago, so let's just uh, put it in terms right now. One could have been $50,000. And the other could have been $120,000. And they had way more applicants for the, I forgot, what number did I just say? 50,000? I forgot. They had way more applicants. For the 50,000. Yeah. Yeah. They had way more applicants for the $50,000 um, post. And that is because subconsciously people look at that number and they say, oh, okay, that's me. That's, that's what I earn. That's what I earn. But mm-hmm. the, if you look at these job descriptions, they're the exact same. But because their subconscious wow. mind did not see 120 as who they are. Oh, that is so powerful. I wasn't aware of that study, um, but that is so incredibly powerful. I talk all the time when I'm doing work around abundance and alignment and manifesting about lottery winners, for example, which is exactly what you're talking about, you know, that their internal thermostat is set to a certain amount. And because like, okay, they, people always feel like, well, just give me the money and I'll figure it out. But you, if you have still, you know, a poverty mindset or your, your frequency is still set to brokenness or lack, then you're going to figure out a way to sabotage yourself back to your comfort level. So that is a really, really powerful um, study. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so if someone is listening because, uh, you know, who has, cause, because one of the things that a lot of people have issues with is, or they feel like, well, back in the days, they watched The Secret. They're like, I watched The Secret. I hear this all the time. And I made a vision board and nothing happened because they 
still are not, you know, understanding the frequency and the alignment and the power of our energy and our feelings. You know, before we before we go, can you speak a little bit about that, about, you know, people who are saying, yeah, Amanda, yeah, Aviola, this sounds cool, but I saw the secret, you know, I sat on my couch, I made a vision board, you know, and then nothing happened for me. Can you speak to that a bit? Sure. Well, if you're, and of course, if it's for everybody, it's going to be different. Um, for some people, it might just be like, well, hang in there. You know, it's, it's actually coming. Um, but since you just said that on the couch, I'll use that example. The law of attraction is not always that things just come to you. Don't get me wrong. Things can absolutely come to you out of the blue. I've seen it time and time again. However, law of attraction mm-hmm. in a lot of cases does include action and this action that you should be taking is called aligned action. And what this is, is your excitement or your emotions, your um, how you feel about things is your internal guidance system. So the more electricity something has, the more you should move towards that. Let's say you want to, um, let's say you want to manifest a relationship and you um, all of a sudden say, oh, my gosh, I have to go to the store and buy some peanut butter. Like, right now, it has to happen. But ha- what happens is your electricity is pulling you there. And let's say you meet, you know, the love of your life when you're there. That's because you took aligned action. Or let's say you're trying to um, uh, book or let's say you're trying to get a new job and you see some type of ad and you haven't even been applying to anything because you've been, you know, sitting on your butt trying to law of attraction it to you. But you see this ad and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to apply for that. That is called aligned action. And that's the action that you should be taking because, again, it's your internal guidance system and it will always lead you to where you're supposed to be. And it, it doesn't mean that always that exact thing is going to be um, what happens that's going to seal you the deal or get you the job. It may be that you have to apply for this job because when they interview you, they're asking you all the impossible questions that you just don't get right. However, the next interview that you have for the right job, you gosh darn made sure that you were prepared and then you actually got that job. So, um yeah, I want to say to everybody, it doesn't mean that you sit, you know, on your couch and do nothing. It does mean that you take uh, aligned action or it means that you just hang in there because it's definitely coming. Yes. Yes. There's the energy of, okay, you know, uh, the energy of I don't have it yet and the energy of it is is it's two different vibrations, you know? So that's why they say like that Native American tribes used to, instead of praying for rain, pray rain, because it's a different vibration. And um, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to tell us, give us a little bit of a tease about, you know, um, the digital marketing, spiritual digital marketing that you're going to be teaching as a master teacher in the Rich Goddess Spiritpreneur Accelerator. But first, I want to share with you uh, kind of funny, it's on its way, uh, small manifestation that I had um, when I was a couple of days ago flying back to the U.S. from London, I was on like they, you know, like the, they have like these, a lot of the airport is spaced out and you've got to take like these little mini transport trains to get to the different parts of um, 
the different parts of the airport. And so, you know, it's kind of standing there and, and some, someone was like kind of like funky, like there was like extensive like body odor going on. And so, you know, I'm from New York. So I was like, I don't know what's happening. You know, I saw this woman, like really well-dressed woman in front of me. And I, you know, I was like, is it her? I don't know. But I was like, I'm from New York. So I just went to like a different car, you know, Um and then when I got on the plane, like I'm sitting on the plane, I'm comfortable, you know, put my luggage up on the thing and I'm like sitting there. And then I see like the woman, like same woman, like coming my way and the, uh, the odor, you know, in this like well-dressed, like beautiful woman, like it's, the odor is increasing as the woman's like coming up and I'm like, oh my God. Oh no. So this woman like sits down next to me and like I started like first like in my head like freaking out like oh my god like because then on the screen on the front of the seat is like a countdown showing like seven and a half and it'll be seven and a half hours to New York City and I'm like oh my god like I cannot like sit here like for seven and a half yeah I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god so I got up you know and I'm like I don't want to call anyone out but at the same time like I literally like just cannot like sit here like you know I can't eat my breakfast like I can't function like like this so I go up to um this male flight attendant and i'm like kind of whispering because you know i don't want to you know she's a nice lady but i at that point couldn't even make eye contact with her because i was like oh my god so i go up to him and i'm like i know that the plane is super packed but if anyone for any reason needs to exchange like any seat like i will sit anywhere like i'll sit like wherever like you know <laughs> you know and so i kind of whispered to him what was going on and he had like a chuckle and he's like yeah he's like but you know there's nothing that we could do about it so i go and i sit back down and i'm still like not looking at this woman which i know she was probably like what is wrong with this girl <laughs> but then the other people like on the other side were like giving her dirty looks and stuff and i'm like like it was really bad oh. so i was just like all right i don't know like she could have been traveling from like another a third country you know and and had like really long like i don't know her story so i was just like you know she could have been sick it could have been anything but i was just like all right so let me just get it like just focus like my energy like i can't do anything about that and i was like someone is going to come up to me and there will be a way to move to another seat. I was like, I, I, you know, I was like, okay, let me just focus on that. And I was like, okay, just holding a vision of myself, like sitting. And I was like, okay, you know, sitting in this seat and being like comfortable and like having like a positive experience. And so, you know, they're going through the turn off your phone thing and this, that, and the other, and we're getting closer to like, okay, we're about to depart and I'm still sitting there. And then Amanda, these two girls, like, randomly, oh, wait, before that happened, the guy sitting in front of me, like, I saw him, like, talking across, like, the aisle to um, his sister, who was, like, sitting on the other side. So I said, oh, did your sister want to sit here? Because I was sitting behind him. I was like, your sister want to sit here? Like, I can exchange seats with her. And he's like, and he's like, do you want to sit over here? And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, okay, guys. <laughs> so then, yeah, these girls, <laughs> these two girls, like, randomly, like, just come up from, like, the back of the plane. And they're like, you know, our friend is sitting like on, it was like on the other side of the woman. And they're like, you know, does anyone mind like taking our seat back there so we can sit together? And I was like, I don't mind. <laughs> I was like, I don't mind. <laughs> I was like, I can't, you know, get my luggage out of the thing above because she's already like closed the carry on thing. And they were like, no, 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 that's fine. We just want to sit together. I was like, no problem. I was like, all right, no problem. And 
then so then it was like literally like when we stood up like the flight attendants were like miss we're getting ready to take off you have to sit down. i was like no problem just tell me where the seat is i will go i will sit down and i sat in her seat she had wonder woman already like queued up on her little movie <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was so perfect. It was, like, in between these two girls. They were, like, really cool. They were, like, the kind of people that I would hang out with in real life. And it was just, like, I was, like, huh. Ah. <laughs> Sweet alignment. All is well. All is well. But I just, like, wow. tried to put myself into a seat of, like, complete belief that it's you know, every day in every way, things are working out for me. I just kept saying that every day in every way, things are working out for me. You know, like someone's going to walk up, somebody's going to, you know, even like when, you know, it was like, okay, like I said, preparations were being made for a takeoff. And I'm like, okay, there's no way that I'm going to have to sit here for seven and a half hours. And so, yeah, I thought you would just get a kick out of that. But, you know, the energy of I want to or I'm going to or I'm hoping to is very different than the energy of it is. And so it is, you know, that's what we say. And so it is like just calling in that movement, that mission, that moment. So <laughs> if you experience any BO on the plane <laughs> on your uh, your digital trip around the world, definitely take that into account. Um, And and before we transition, I just want to say that a lot of times when some people emit the vibration of I don't have it or, you know, I kind of don't, you know, I don't have it or it's not coming. I think a lot of times it's because they're scared to have it. And I think that's why they're honestly blocking it. And so I just invite those people that hasn't happened to you or hasn't happened for you yet to really sit down and get into a meditative state and think about what am I scared of? Why am I scared to actually have this? Um, you know, if, if you're trying to get a million-dollar business, are you scared that you're going to be working so much that you won't have time for your children or your family? Are you afraid? Whatever you're afraid of. It's a, I, I know we have to wrap this up, but really sit down. If, if there's something that you don't have yet, I invite you to sit down and go through that process. What do I think I'm going to lose? by gaining this thing that I really want. I'm so glad that you added that because that is so important. And, you know, what people should also know is that it happens in levels and in layers. You know, like you said, if people have been having these blocks and barriers and stories about things for 20, 30, 40, you know, 50, however many years they've been on the planet, then, you know, it is, there are going to be more layers to peel off, you know, and they'll have, chances are they'll have more fear and more blocks built up around it. And then it's not like a one and done thing, like, okay, now I've got this, I'm fixed, I'm solved, because you have different feelings, different, you know, like you said, different thermostat areas, like, okay, I'm comfortable up to this point in this area of my life, I'm comfortable up to this point. And so, you know, it's a beautiful, a beautiful unfolding is a good way to think about it rather than, okay, it's work, it's beautiful, like, co-creative dance that we're doing. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So can you please share with us, Goddess Amanda, a bit about what magic you're going to be sharing when it comes to uh, using your talents as 
a digital marketer. And to me, it's the same work. It's the same thing. And you coming into alignment with your soulmate clients, as I call them, and, you know, putting yourself in alignment with your business. So can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, And I'm titling this manipulative marketing is no longer the move. So this is about, just like you said, getting into alignment with who you truly are and attracting from that place um, as opposed to pushing or pulling your clients or whatever other things that you do that's manipulative, trying to manipulate them into a sale or trying to play mind tricks in order to um, you know, make the sale, you, you know, it, any, any other, you know, when you think about like a car salesman, all those tricks, those, that's no longer the way that we're operating. It's actually probably, we've actually probably never operated that way, but it's all about bringing your true self and attracting from who you are as opposed to the fake manipulation. Yes. Uh, and how freeing to know that that is where we are as, you know, human beings who are on this planet. So, yay. Yeah. And <laughs> thank I you, did. thank you, thank yes. you, Goddess Amanda. Well, let me say, yes. let me say just this one thing, and it's, it's not all, you know, about emotions and feelings. I also give, like, practical tips on marketing and what to do, how to market your audience and and how to get the word out to them. So um, stick around and um, check that out, and you'll absolutely get a great lesson on um, kind of the emotional and also the tactical. Yes, and I think that that was important to point out because a lot of people think when I'm talking about spiritual business that it is all, you know, the woo-woo. And we are the woo-woo. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but we also say, okay, you know, <laughs> like a lot of people are like, oh, they apologize. Oh, you know, this is going to be a little woo-woo. I'm like, we are the woo-woo. I am the woo-woo. You know, but we're yeah. we're also talking about a see the the outer game you know there's the inner game and then the outer game and the alignment the dance between the two so you know Mm -hmm. thank you for pointing that out so share where people can find you and keep abreast of your digital uh trek around the world goddess amanda sure um and again since uh you know it's it's all about alignment and authenticity um aviola knows i had a pretty huge following on um instagram I had about 40,000 followers and they were following um, all of my teachings and everything. And I shut that Instagram down because it was no longer in alignment with who I was. Maybe I'll open it up someday. Maybe I won't. But right now I have an Instagram. I actually have four followers. <laughs> so I literally have four followers. Um, and if you want to follow my journey, you I'll have five. I'm about to follow you. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll have tips Yay. about law of attraction. I'll have tips about um, marketing. I actually just did a video about, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to um, honor yourself and honor where you are. It's okay to um, feel the emotions that you've been trying to push away. So I kind of give you a whole bunch of everything. So the name of this Instagram account is I eat, like I eat, um, dot cold dot pizza. And as I journey around the world, uh, I'm going to be eating pizza in every city um, and letting it cool. And then the next morning, I'm just going to give my review on the pizza kind of as a, a cute little thing on my Instagram. But if you do want to, <laughs> thank you, thank you. If you do want to purchase my programs or um, find out a, a little bit more about me, 
you can still find me on my website, which is amandaelise.co, C-O. So Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A, Elise is spelled E-L-I-S-E dot C-O. Yay. All right. Well, we are going into the next part of our conversation. Goddess Amanda, I love and adore you. I honor you for having the power to walk your talk, to speak it into existence, and to be such a phenomenal human being on this planet. And I know that you are just getting started, sis. I know this to be true. I know it like the back of my hand. So thank you, Goddess Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and for you, my goddess, who are listening, I think that, you know, this was a gem-filled conversation. You absolutely want to, I think, listen to it again and definitely go follow Amanda on her new Instagram account so that we can see her eating pizza, eating cold pizza, which I actually have to like around the world and seeing what she has to say about it. And I think that this is just, you know, just a juicy, a juicy moment that we are all living through, you know, despite the stresses and the anguish and all of those things, you know, there's also the joy, um, as Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers, look for the magical people, look for the empaths and, absolutely protect your magic all right goddess so i will see you in the next conversation thank you for listening today be seen be heard be an abundant movement be sure to go to unblockmybusiness.com and get your free spiritual business success camp and continue to be great namaste